0: But let's let's actually kick it back to the military because a lot of people are like upset when it say women in the military, which to me is ridiculous, right? If, if you want to serve, you should be able to serve, um, hands down. And now, in in your experience, um, in were there any women in your boot camp in your training camp? Like, what what how have you have you experienced women in your military expertise, like in your military experience?
1: Yeah, for sure. So in boot camp specifically, we have what's called sister flights. Okay. So we'll be in the same building, just separate parts. You know, it's like a male side, female side of the dorm and there's male and female instructors on both sides. You know, I had many females, um, cuss me out in the middle of everybody. So it goes both ways. We're in basic training, um, outside it's v- much more, uh, job specific. So for sheet metal specifically in maintenance world, I would say the ratio is probably close to 85-15. 85% males, 15% females.
0: Is it very physically demanding, your, that job?
1: Absolutely, yeah. So okay. my knees and wrists took the bulk of it. You know, just mm-hmm. bending down onto a metal aircraft for hours and hours a day. Uh, or even standing to do the job. And then on top of that, you know, my wrists. So we use a rivet gun. And basically, I don't know if you're familiar with the motion, but it's a piece of metal, tiny metal piece that you're shooting to squeeze two pieces of metal together. Yep. So the motion is essentially gun gun going this way, and you have a bucking bar on the backside that's squishing it to flatten it. So over the years, my, my wrists are definitely going to need surgery, but that's one of the things that I knew kind of going into it,
0: right. which I had
1: good uh, supervisors that told me ahead of time to expect that.
0: Right, and I, I think this goes without saying, but I'm going to say it anyway because you know it's the it's the internet. If woman if a woman can do that, woman wants to do that, woman can handle that physically demanding challenge. She should be allowed to do that. Yeah, same for, same for a transgender person or any non-binary person, whatever. If they can physically handle the task, they yep. should be able to do it. However, combat, Absolutely. and with the military, combat role specifically, I think where a lot of the friction is, and this is where I do agree with the friction, um, they are lowering the bar for what it means to be in a combat role. It's like, right, like they got to do X amount of sit-ups, push-ups. You know, they have a sit physical, physical, Demeanor, like they have to pass the physical exam, they are lowering the bar for what it means for a woman to enter that role. That's a problem. Absolutely, that is a problem. I think yeah. that's a problem because and it goes it's, both it's ways. Because, it goes go both you know, ways. Like I can't. I I'm saying as a man who cannot pass that yeah. test. I can't do it. I have a bad right. shoulder. I got Crohn's disease. I got asthma. Like I'm just, I'm, I'm not in shape at all. This, there's, there's definitely women out there who'd be who'd score better on that test than me. But neither of us should be in that yeah. combat role if we can't pass the test.
1: Well, and then you go into waivers. You know, right. once you start getting a certain certain age, your uh, the amount you have to do decreases,
0: mm-hmm.
1: which understandably to a point. But then you get into oh I sprained my ankle six months ago I'm not going to have to do the run all I got to do is to sit ups and push ups and I pass and then you milk that for another six months and another six months and you see where I go people will take advantage of it and so yeah. these waivers uh, get people through that otherwise cannot hold up there into the bargain which means going downrange
0: yep if you so. if you can't if you can't carry that pack for ten miles on the run the fifty pound pack get those blisses on your feet that my cousin showed me. Like, I don't care what gender you are, who you are, what color you are, you can't you can't do a combat role. And there's plenty of other ways you can contribute, like intel. I know women specifically are very, very good at, like, those intel roles, like in the Pentagon mm-hmm. or in, um, like, other overseas positions that they can do that's not getting shot at.
1: <laughs> and that's what I'm actually going to segue into with my specific career, is that yeah. a lot of women who just aren't feeling the sheet metal gig or – maybe their supervisor thinks that of them. They usually go into a support role, which is like a CTK, which is where we have all our toolkits. And so they'll issue tools or inventory tools, or you know what I mean? Yeah. They, they, they're still technically in the sheet metal field because you have to know all the tools be, to be able to issue them out. Right. And if you're inspecting these tools, you have to know about them too, which usually the first four to six months, a sheet metal airman is at a base. That's kind of where he'll sit, is in support to learn the tooling. So, yeah, anyways, that's a, yeah, females tend to, in our career field, land in that spot if they're not, one, good at the sheet metal gig or if they're just not feeling it and the support system works more for them. You know, they're trying to make rank, so they want more time to study. That makes sense for them to go sit and support and have a limited, more limited amount to do.
0: Right. Yeah, there's 100% a a role For anybody who wants to join the military, you just have to meet the requirements, right? If you can't meet the requirements, you shouldn't change the requirements for anybody.